Hey everyone, I just want to thank you for tuning in to the Fully Human Podcast. Uh, this is Forrest, your host. I got the honor and privilege to sit down with a, uh, a great friend of mine who is also my pastor, uh, Joey Fitzgerald. He pastors the Church of the Outer Banks, uh, which I attend and serve at. And um, we just sat down one night uh, this past week and had some coffee. It was way too late to be drinking uh, non-decaf coffee, but um, we did. And it was, uh, it was really, uh, I just took away a lot, of, a lot of great stuff from his conversation, and I hope you do as well. Uh, please stay tuned because he is coming up next. Hey everyone, I just want to thank you for tuning in to the Fully Human Podcast. I'm here with my good friend and my pastor, uh, Joey Fitzgerald. Hey everybody, how's it going? They said it's going good. <laughs> good I heard them I, through the speaker. I heard them too. Yeah, <laughs> just those little people in there. Well, uh, <laughs> oh man. Well, we're... Um, all 77 of them. All 77. Well, we're both sipping coffee and it's way too late to be drinking coffee, but we're you know, we're just enjoying it. So, um, uh, normally what we do here on the show is this is my little, this is my little thing. This is my new thing. I ask a couple icebreaker questions. So Joey, what is your favorite movie? I got a couple. Uh, I think that, uh, Braveheart and, uh, Gladiator and the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, kind of, kind of all vie for that top spot but you know i could throw in butch casting the sundance kid mm. um some of the some older movies like i need that. to watch and, that uh the goonies is is one of my all-time favorites um princess bride is excellent <laughs> so i could go on but yeah we'll yeah. settle for one we'll say braveheart all right there you go okay fair enough okay um and then what is your who is your favorite musician or band Man, again, I've got so many. Um, I really love uh, Lyle Lovett, um, and uh, there's just some there's some great kind of Texas Americana singer songwriters out there. Um, Robert O'Keen, uh, Lyle Lovett, and and some folks like that are um, kind of my go-to's. Those are the guys I've been listening to for twenty year, twenty plus years, and nice. I just kind of always go back to them. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, and then last but not least, what is your biggest pet peeve, you would say? Uh, by far, without a doubt, my biggest pet peeve is going to a restaurant and ordering a Coca-Cola and somebody brings me a Pepsi. Oh. It is, it is man, awful. Man, that is torture. Yeah. It's, it's, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I could use my, my priestly powers to, I don't know. Zap it into Curse Coke. Them. Yeah, zap, no, yeah, zap that would zap Coke. it into Coke, but I don't want to do that in front of other people. I mean, you're in North Carolina, <laughs> man. Like, you know, Pepsi was originated, and, I mean, it came out yeah, of Yeah, but Carolina. I'm a Georgia boy, and, and is that where Coke came from? that's where Coke came from, oh. in Atlanta. So. Well, there you go. There we have well, it. Well, I'm sorry. Technically, I think Columbus, and, and then it moved to Atlanta. For my Columbus friends, I've okay. got to make sure that I, I say that, yeah. There you go. Shouts out to Columbus. Um, okay, cool. Well, hey, so um, just to kind of re, uh, well, help my listeners uh, kind of give them an idea of what this podcast is about, um, this is the Fully Human podcast. The reason why I named it Fully Human is that um, what I want to achieve and kind of what my heart is uh, for this podcast is to 
just relate um, on a human level and to know, hey, like we're, we're all humans. We all wear flesh. We all have bones. We all have blood and we all have struggles and we all have joys. And that's what life gives us. And I think it's so important as to how we react to those, but also to kind of ask like the, the whys and the hows as we're doing the what, which is life, you know, and, and just not being scared to do community and not being scared to dive into those things and share in the struggles, share in the joys, because nobody wants to do that stuff alone. And when we, when we have joys, we want to share in that. And so even more reason to share and kind of share each other's burdens and, and, and help each other through the struggles and through the hard times. And so, um, that's just kind of a little, a little snippet of uh, just a reminder to our listeners out there of who we are and um, what we try to achieve. So you're going to hear that throughout the podcast. Sweet. Well, I, I would love to add in this for us um, just to say that, you know, while, while we worship our, our, our Savior Christ, he is fully divine, right? Mm. But he was also fully human. Mm. And, and as we live our life as fully human people, uh, we get that grace of knowing that mm. so did our God. Mm. Our, our God left the throne. Um, not to become partially human, not to become human-like, mm. but to become fully human like us wow. and to share in every temptation and every, every struggle and every sorrow. So what a, what a beautiful title, I think, for your podcast to mm. know that um, for us to be fully human uh, is is to walk in in the path of 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 Christ. That's good, man. I I didn't even think of that. That's good stuff. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna um I'm gonna steal that. So please, you know, uh, I'll just get my copyright. Go ahead. And, <laughs> You've got oh, it. Man. It's all you. That's good stuff, man. I didn't even think about it in that dimension, but you're absolutely correct. Uh, that's that's incredible. Well, I'm a pastor. I'm supposed to come up with cool things. You like know that. all the cool spiritual depths of. You they know, taught me in seminary. They taught me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't been there yet. I think you wanted me to at one point. Hey, hey not what? off the table. Hey, shout out Winfield Bevins. <laughs> we need to get Forrest Davis in there at Asbury. So, all right. It's not. It's not off the table. I still have a lot of years to go. I'm turning 25 <laughs> next month, so I'm only a quarter century. But, um, well, um, so we've kind of, uh, you know, established like you're a pastor. You're also a father, um, and you're my friend. Um, but what what are some things that you um, have done in your life that have kind of added to the experience and the adventure side of who you are, and just kind of just share a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, I think Forrest, I've got, um, I think I've got a little bit of a restless spirit that that drives my my wife crazy, um, and I've. It's been hard for me to settle uh, in in life on on even what I want to do when I grow up, and I'm 20 years older than you. I'm going to turn 45 in uh, in, in a couple of months. But you know, I got out of college. I was an art major. And, uh, and then I, I, I taught art in an elementary school for a couple of years, I left that, was on staff with a ministry called Young Life for a couple of years, um, left that, went back to teaching, uh, left that, went to seminary, uh, finished seminary, was an associate pastor up in Northern Virginia for a while, and, uh, and then I finally, I've been here for three years. And so, I mean, that's, that's played itself out in my career and also how we've moved as a family, we've moved around, but it's also just part of what I like. I like to seek adventure. Mm. Um, and I know on your last, uh, 
podcast, you were talking about extreme sports. And I think for me, I've always looked to do some sort of um, almost like an endurance sport. I, I was a, a swimmer uh, most of my life and ended up coaching swimming for a while. And the distance um, was always my uh, was always my my forte. I wasn't a sprinter because I'm, I'm five foot five inches tall and uh, I'm not built to be a, a sprinter, but I'm, I'm built for endurance. Um, like a little Gimli dwarf in Lord of the Rings, you know, I can, uh, so, so yeah, so I've done like, you know, I've done some adventure races before. Um, I did like this crazy, like 30 hour adventure race that was mountain biking and, uh, and trail running and, and, and canoeing. And, uh, it was crazy. And you had, you know, you went like 30 hours nonstop without sleeping. But Mm. one of the favorite things I've ever done, I mean, one of the, one of the life, changing and forming things for me was when I was your age, I was 24, um, I hiked the Appalachian Trail with, with my best friend, uh, Brett Sharp. And uh, we, uh, we, I, I took, uh, you take trail names when you're hiking the Appalachian Trail. Uh, nobody goes by their normal names. So my, my friend Brett was Boy Wonder and uh, I was Frodo um, <laughs> because I like Lord of the Rings, right? And I'm short, uh, like a hobby. So, so yeah, so, you know, that's, I love backpacking. I love being in the mountains. I love hiking on trails and I, I love to push, like, I don't want to go for a nice leisurely hike. Like I want to slap the backpack on and I want to pound out 20 miles in a day or, or, or more and just see where I can go and see the, see the sights, mm-hmm. you know? That's good. Last time I hiked. I was wearing Birkenstocks. <laughs> Dude, I thought I was being cool. I thought I was like being like, you know, mountainy and stuff. And and it was really muddy, dude. And I had my dog and I kid you not, dude, I got just like crushed. Like there was just I almost broke my ankle. Like it was it it was horrible to say the least. I made it through. That's okay. Yeah. Birkenstocks are what you wear (laughs) when the hike is over. Right? You you get to your campsite. Yeah, you take off you know, you take off your your, your boots or your chacos that you yeah, were hiking yeah. in and then you slip on the Birkenstocks to that's, relax around. That's the, the post that's the post hike shoe. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Man, that sounds uh pretty intense. Like I'm not I'm a flatland guy, you know. But um You're a water guy. I, I'm a I'm a water flatland guy. Yeah, that's I, I think I don't know how many people have experienced the Appalachian Trail before 25, but I feel like that's a major accomplishment. And, you know, I've heard your heart, you know, about like just the whole experience and, you know, many of sermons where there's been so, so many <laughs> layers of, you know, you could, go, you could do so many metaphorical, you know, pieces through your experience yeah. there. But, um, oh, yeah, the, the awesome. six months that it took us to hike the trail has provided me with endless <laughs> content uh, sermon, um, illustrations. There you so. go. Yeah. You got to have the illustrations. That's good. The Coke, that was my favorite story. That was one of the best. We, you know, we, um, we were at the end of the a hot day and, uh, we had been talking about just being thirsty and, and needing something to drink and talking about needing a Coke and, uh, just this guy comes walking out of nowhere, holding a little red igloo cooler, and he opens it up, and lo and behold, Coca-Cola. It was like this bright light shining <laughs> forth from... Um, not Pepsi. 
Not Coke. Pepsi. Coke. Coca-Cola. It was Coke. It was Coke. This little trail angel. Yeah, that was that's incredible. That that's like your wildest, most simplest dream come true. Just like <laughs> the smallest little thing just made your freaking hike, probably. So yeah, and you know, there's it's it, when you're hiking on the trail, uh, you develop a, a common vocabulary with the other people that are hiking and and people that have hiked before. There's just this vocabulary that rises up, and so. Trail magic and trail angels are, are two of those phrases that oh. you learn. And people talk about trail magic and they talk about little things like that that will happen to them That's while cool. they're hiking. Um, and this, you know, and they'll say, oh, this trail angel brought me a Coke or, you know, I really wanted a watermelon and, and I was hiking and I, I found this trail angel and lo and behold, <laughs> they had they had watermelon so and they good. shared it with me. And so those things happen, but it's it's amazing that even people that aren't, believers in God or, or Christians or even spiritual in general will talk along these lines mm -hmm. of, of magic and angels and, and they clearly will admit that there's something happening behind the scenes mm -hmm. that they can't pinpoint yeah. where they see these blessings. And of course, I think you and I look at it through that lifted up veil of being able to see that God's at work mm -hmm. not just blessing those that profess his name, but also blessing those that, that are still... Um, that still don't know him yet. Yeah. And I just think, I, I think that's cool that we have a God that chooses to bless yeah. uh, people that, that haven't even entered into a relationship with him yet. Yeah, that's that like unmerited favor, like that grace that just right. draws yeah. people in and can change lives. And it's, it's, it's beyond comprehension. It's so cool. There's such, amazing. A, such a mystery to that. And that's why, that's why our God is good. I, I think he's good, man. That's, he is good. He is so good. Um, that's yeah, that's hilarious. I like the little the little trail lingo. That's that's really yeah. cool that there was like a, a you know kind of a pattern to go with that. Um, so what like what is your what do you? I, I asked this in the last interview, but I think it it kind of gets people thinking. Like, what do you wake up? I, I know sometimes the alarm is going off and you really don't feel like getting to work on time or taking your daughter to preschool or, or, or whatnot. But, you know, <clears throat> essentially, like, what do you wake up for, like, believing God made you for? Like, what gets your, your, your engine going, you know? I think um, I, I love the, the piece that I love about being a pastor more than anything, and, and there's a lot of pieces I love, um, but I do think I'm a teacher at heart. And um, I love to teach. And, and along with that is I love to, to research and I love to dig in. And so I think that's, that's the thing that I get most excited about um, is how, how do I get to reveal the truth of God to people? Mm. And so, so really, I mean, literally, I, I wake up in the mornings, um, most mornings in my sermon, I'm already thinking about. And, you know, what, what, whether it's Saturday morning or Sunday morning or Monday morning, um, I'm thinking along those lines of how am I going to teach truth? And I know that might sound silly um, or, or almost cliched that, that a pastor would say that, but um, I, I, I really truly believe that, that truth is knowable mm. uh, and that truth is knowable through the revelation of Jesus Christ and, and made knowable to us. Uh, through the Word made flesh, and also the the Word made Word, right? Yeah. The, through through Scripture, 
and uh, and we're we're in the midst of a world that um, doesn't know truth at all. And and not only do they not know truth, they deny that truth is yeah. accessible, uh, or mm. or that truth even exists. Your yeah. truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. Um, but deep down, searching for the thing that they don't know or yeah. believe exists. I think you're right. Yeah. And so I, you know, I get this incredible privilege of of, um, you know, being a a teacher of of God's truth. So those are the things that I really do. Like it, it, that's what makes me happy in the morning. Is yeah. I start thinking about that kind of stuff and that and coffee, to, that and coffee, <laughs> lots copious amounts. <laughs> Of black coffee. Oh my gosh, this guy drinks like eight cups a day. I think I, I was, last time I preached, I I quoted like eight cups. I was like, yeah, uh, and the congregation got a laugh out of that. But um, but no, it's probably close. It's probably. Close. I drink a lot of coffee. I would explode into just yeah. I would I would I would turn into a literal panic attack. <laughs> like. Physically, couldn't make it. But you would bust your skinny jeans. <laughs> oh my gosh! I would bust out of my H and M's so quick. <laughs> oh, uh, I love you, Forrest. Oh, love you too, brother. Yeah, it's. I think for me, it's so. It's like I hear that, like obviously, y- you you have a passion to just re- relay truth. But I hear too, like just your countenance. It's fun. Like, it's fun for you to just share and teach, like, the love of God. Like, it, it because, I don't know, man. There's yeah. just something about it. Like, it, it's, when you, when you experience and taste and see that the Lord is good, and, and that's not always the experience that we, we, I cling to every single moment of every single day. That'd be awesome. But, you know, there's just a glimpse, there's days where I can see and taste the goodness of God. I just want to share with people. Yeah, and and it, it's just fun, you know, and like we're we get to do that. Like it's not like a burdensome task all the time. It's it's fun, and like to be able to like access God, like that's kind of uh, unbelievable. But at the same time, you experience the Creator. It's like, dude, your world changes. Yeah. It, well, and and we're we live post resurrection, post Pentecost, which means. That the Holy Spirit has poured himself out over the entire world. Mm. Before Pentecost, God came to people at specific times and specific places for specific purposes. Um, And and his his presence was, I mean, it it was really only in the temple unless he was manifesting himself, um, you you know, to to Abraham or to to Moses um, or, or something like that, right? But because we live post-resurrection where Christ died uh, to rip the veil of the temple, Mm. right? That we live in a world where God is accessible to the entire world. Mm. He has made himself known um, both through creation, but also through the outpouring of his Holy Spirit. And, um, And then he's tasked us, his church, with making sure that 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 the risen Christ is proclaimed and made known yeah. through the power of the Holy Spirit um, to to a world that's whether they know it or not, yeah, they're looking. It's like, yeah, heck yeah, that's joy. Yeah. Heck yeah, that's fun and yeah. exciting. And and like why why wouldn't we wake up in the morning going, oh dude, this is cool. 
yeah. right? Yeah, so. it is. It is really cool, and I oftentimes take it for granted, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Like I, I, I sense that from you, and I've been with you for a couple years now, and just served under you, and just shared coffee together and hung out with youth kids together and ate pizza and talked about Jesus to them and just done a, a multitude of fun things. And in that sharing in God's glory, it's just so cool, man. Like, well, it's, and I think, I mean, you've got it too for us. And I think, you know, I'll watch you in, in your ministry um, that you do at the skate park, Pizza and Jesus. And I don't know if you've talked about this on the podcast or not, but, you know, for those of you in podcast land, um, you know, Forrest goes out to the skate park with, with pizzas once a week and he calls it pizza and Jesus and a group of kids show up, usually elementary school age kids, uh, sometimes some middle school kids and every once in a while, uh, some older guys, even guys like your age will, will come and join in and, um, you'll just skate and enjoy this life that Christ has given you. And then you'll enjoy, you know, um, crappy pizza <laughs> it's not always the best i mean you know uh, hey we went up from little caesars to papa john's so that's a come up that was that was definitely a, Car- a move up. that's from cardboard to to you know a little bit little a little nicer nicer cardboard <laughs> nicer cardboard <laughs> um but no but like you know and, and you do such a good job of sharing you know when you've preached at the church before or when you've you know shared with a youth group or you're sharing at pizza and jesus i think that same thing you've got that same thing that there's a joy about it this is fun this isn't um uh you know it's not a chore this isn't some sort of um just mundane history lesson that we're teaching uh and we're not just teaching law yeah we're teaching life Mm. and and because we're teaching about christ and christ is is life Mm. no that's really good that's solid we can teach life and, and then we get to live it yeah. Yeah, which is, there's the practical and the, the teaching aspect. Well, um, I think we're going to wrap it up. Is there any final thoughts or just anything you want to share um, before we before we close the fully human? Uh, yeah, well, I would say this. You know, I think being fully human is, is hard. Um, and, and we look around at this world and people want to escape being fully human. Totally. Um, Myself included. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and we, you know, our, our world really wants to escape uh, into a, a virtual world. I mean, how, how else do you explain the popularity of Fortnite that is absolutely <laughs> sure. taking over, uh, you know, every teenage kid and younger and some 20-year-olds and older as well. But um, there, there's something about this idea of you get to escape into a different world, right? Different reality, um, yeah. But I think that so, so living fully human is, is an endurance feat. Mm. And there are days where you do want to escape, and there's days where you want to you quit. And I, I think back to you know, 20 years ago when I hiked the Appalachian Trail and, uh, uh, and, and other things I've done like that before, is that there's just days where you want to quit. There's days where you want to stop. And, and there's days where you, you literally fake being sick, so you don't have to hike that day, right? Um, sorry, Brett, I, I faked being sick once or twice. Um, He's but, probably thankful. <laughs> um, but you, because it just gets exhausting, right? But if you keep putting that one foot forward, you're going to get through those dry times. You're going to get through those times where, 
where it's hard and it's difficult and you're going to get back to the joys. You're going to get back to the places where you see the glory of God mm. being manifest. You're going to see the um, those beautiful sunsets and sunrises and, and the beautiful mountain vistas and, and things like that where you experience God's presence in, in kind of a unique, powerful way. But not all of life is like that. And yeah. so sometimes you have to walk through those those hard times where you're getting blisters um, and your back hurts and, and the weight of your backpack is a little too much, but keep on, yeah. you know, keep on, keep the backpack on, uh, put one foot in front of the other because the experience that experiencing that manifest glory of, of, of God is, is sometimes just right around the corner mm. and you get a taste of that and then, and then you get to go on. So yeah, I would say, Man, that's just fully, that's being fully human. Fully human. When you experience the struggle, the joy is, is way sweeter because yeah. you've experienced the contrast of both. Yeah. You know, and, and that it just, it's ebbs and flows, man. And, and so that's good. That's yeah. wisdom. Thanks for sharing that. Hey, and you're welcome, man. Thanks for sharing your time. And, um, we'll get you on here next time. And thanks everybody for listening. Um, we are on Apple podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're also on Google um, podcast as well and you can check us out please subscribe and like and pass it on if you would and so i'm going to tune out this is forrest davis and and joey fitzgerald thanks y'all y'all have a great night see ya